podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All your KSU gurus are doing game previews. You boneheads sit, bruise, and ride on your ski-doos. Those Boscos work hard for the team they adore. While they interview cats about their buzzer beaters, y'all fend off mosquitoes and sip lima readers. Those Boscos want to give the fans a little more. Sometimes we just want to riff and give our fans a little gift and not have to worry about what we're going to say. Bonehead Mama and Bonehead Paul, we got love for all of y'all. So come on down, it's Free Play Friday. Ooh, Bosco's Boys. Well, come on, boys. Bosco's Boys are back and we are here for another Free Play Friday. This is going to be the first of what I'm going to call K-State Athletic Behind the Scenes Series. We're going to be talking to the folks who make K-State the best athletic department and K-State football the best program in the entire nation, the folks who don't get the credit, but they definitely deserve. This is someone who I am a massive fan of. I've given her shout-outs multiple times. This is the person that I guarantee every person listening to is a massive fan of, whether they realize it or not. It is my pleasure, my honor, to welcome the great, the legend, Emily Starkey to Bosco's Boys. Emily, how are you doing today? Oh my gosh, thank you for that. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I tell you what, it's, it's something that I've had on the outline for a little bit. I'm glad that we're finally getting you on. Sadly, Grant, he's out there saving lives. He's very important, so he wasn't able to join us. But you know what? That's probably for the best. I enjoy talking to you. I'll I'll give a behind-the-scenes, let the boneheads know. This is the second time you and I have talked on Zoom. You got so nervous when I reached out to you the first time. You're like, hey, can we talk before? I think everyone's going to realize you had nothing to be nervous about. So I, I thank you for joining me for the second time this week. Oh, my gosh. That's just how I am. I'm the type of person that I'll type out a tweet, and then I'll walk around the office and show every single person I can to make sure everything's spelled right, you know, everybody's name is correct. So that's just that's just me. <laughs> Honestly, I, I should have a little bit more of that in me. I'm, I'm notorious for my Twitter typos, hashtag Scott Wildcat typos. So I think if we, if I could somehow get a little bit of that from you, you don't need all that. I probably need a little bit more proofreading skill. We, we could easily balance each other out when it comes to Twitter. Oh yeah. Like I would, I would gladly give some of that up. I, I don't, I don't like it too much. <laughs> I wish I could have some of that before we get into the show, pay bills just real quick. Again, everyone who's listened to us knows betonline.ag is the official online bookmaker of the armchair media network this weekend not only do you have college football nfl but you also have the nba finals you have major league baseball playoffs yeah covid sucked and we didn't have sports for a long time but now we have all the sports so if you want to wager get over to betonline.ag the exclusive online wagering partner of the armchair media network so let's just get into it you've you've seen the outline i'm not going to do any gotcha questions but i want you to tell all the listeners you know, what is your job with K-State football and what all goes into that? Um, so short, short story. Um, I basically just manage all of the cool stuff that you see on social media, um, help create some of it. 
long story short, um, you know, managing the social media accounts, managing the creative content for it. Um, I have a lot of awesome people who help me out with that um, and make my job a lot easier. Like, you know, Preston Kerner, he makes all those awesome hype videos you see on Fridays. Um, Jonathan Castro, he's our director of graphic design. Um, and he makes all the cool graphics that you see on social. Um, and then we have like a whole group of student videographers, Denver Morris, Tyler Stutzman, Johnny Douglas, and Alec Hanlon. They all help out with football videos whenever I need them to help out. Um, so they make my life a lot easier. All I really have to do is push send. Um, also take photos, which we'll probably talk about that, but, um, and then help out with recruiting when I can, so. That's awesome. So if memory serves me correctly, again, I, you know, I, I like to pride myself in following what's going on in case athletics, you've been working with at least the athletic department, going back to even when you were still a student. How did you come into that original position with case athletics? Um, so, you know, about my junior year, I applied for an internship with KC athletics. Um, I had you know, worked for various like media outlets before um, applying for that internship. And ever since my freshman year of college, I have shot, you know, every single home K-State football game. So when I came to college, like all I knew is that I wanted to take photos of K-State football. So that was my goal. Um, applied for an internship my late my junior year, going into my senior year, and then worked for um, the creative services department of KC Athletics my senior year, um, worked very closely, or worked for pretty much all the sports, but worked um, mainly with men's basketball and football um, and did a lot of fun stuff there. Yeah, so my, my follow-up to that is you, you said once you came to K-State your freshman, you knew you wanted to shoot K-State football games. Did you always want to work in athletics, like going as far back as you can remember? Or if not, when did you see that as a possibility for your future? Um, I, you know, that's a good question. I originally started out kind of in the journalism route. Um, somebody, I, well, I took photos of our, you know, my high school football team and I just loved it. I fell in love with it then. And then going into college, you know, somebody told me don't pigeonhole yourself. Like you need to, you know, keep your photography like open. You need to shoot everything and be good at, you know, all of this stuff. And so I, I, my major was journalism. Um, I start, went the journalism route, um, worked for a couple newspapers, um, you know, did, you know, your everyday journalism photos. Um, and I just, I didn't love it too much. I had an internship at a newspaper who I won't say their name of, but I had an internship at a newspaper and I, it was a summer and it was probably the toughest summer because I did not enjoy what I was doing um, and that that really pushed me to say like you know what are you doing like you love taking photos of sports so what, what can you do to just you know lean into that so um, yeah pretty much after that I you know did what I could um, took photos of pretty much just sports um, in basketball and football and then um, yeah so that's pretty much long story short I guess for you know how I kind of wanted to work in athletics and then um, like the creative job wasn't a really a thing kind of when I first came to college it didn't pop up to like my sophomore junior year where it really started going um, as like a and I was, I was like yeah that's that's exactly what I want to do so 
Um, and then K-State had, you know, I saw some of their graphic design and they did a little bit of their social media at that time. And I was like, that's absolutely what I want to do. So, and then it was just all about trying to, you know, get to the next step, which was applying for that internship. Awesome. So something that I loved hearing, and I didn't know this until we talked earlier this week, but you were part of the group that flew down to get Coach Kleiman after that hire was made. Uh, what can you tell us about that experience and that story of flying, I guess it was flying up, not flying down, flying up to North Dakota uh, to pick up Coach Kleiman after that hire was made. What can you tell us about that experience and that story? Um, yeah, just absolutely crazy. Um, I'm an intern, I'm a student and they tell me like just an awesome internship first off. Like I can't say enough good things about, you know, how they just trust me with the opportunity as a student intern. Um, and you know, now I get to work with those people. So just, I, I wouldn't be where I am today without the people at KC Athletics trusting me with all that. Um, but yeah, going up to get Coach Clyde was crazy. Um, I had a final that morning. I couldn't tell you what class it was in. I don't remember. I was so nervous um, about flying to go get him. Um, but a lot of things, what people don't know is that um, the reason why we were able to do, have me on the plane, have video on the plane, um, have another social media person on the plane. So we had pretty much three creatives, three social media people on the plane was because Gene Taylor and his wife gave up their seats on the plane to allow us to go. So that was awesome of him and forever thankful for that. Um, but took my final, you know, got to the office pretty much then went to the airport. Um, so nervous. I get there, we pick up coach Cly, fly back. Um, the, you know, I got the chance to take that iconic plane picture of Coach Kai looking out the window at the field. Um, I think we, we had Coach Kai sit in a very specific seat because we knew that was going to be an opportunity to get that photo. Um, we told the pilot, like, can we do a couple laps around the stadium? Um, and so originally I was sitting, like, facing Coach Kleiman, and then Preston, our video guy, he was sitting next to Coach Kai, kind of shooting, you know, he saw the window. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like I'll be able to get the window and Coach Kai in the same frame. And then we go by the stadium and it's not happening. So I'm like crawling over into, you know, where Preston's sitting. I'm like, so sorry, Preston. And so, yeah, that was we one chance to get that photo, um, probably the photo I'm most proud of. Um, and then we just hit the ground running from there. And I don't think we've really stopped since. Yeah, definitely. So that, that really does lead me into the next one. We've seen over the last couple of years, traditional media, social media really take off when it comes to K-State football. And, you know, I, I'm going to say this, I'm not going to put words in, in your mouth, but I think it coincides when you take off with K-State football specifically. So, you know, what goes into the creative process and all these shoots, and all these promotional items and some of those pictures you're talking about like what is that creative process like for you um you well involves a lot of coffee a lot of coffee um you know so there's a lot of different ways you know a lot of different things you know that we have to do but you know talking about like the uniform reveals um 
last year we did pretty much a uniform reveal for every single game. And we knew at the beginning of the year we were going to have to reveal our white uniforms. So I was like, we have to do a uniform reveal. And we knew the first couple games we weren't going to have anything new. I was like, but we have to keep doing it. So we like kind of lulled people to sleep and like kind of like people want to see it. So um, a lot of it is like ideating, obviously creating, um, and then, you know, producing and then, you know, posting it is pretty much very simple layout of it. Um, with like the white uniform specifically, we'd shot that um, uniform like three, four months before we were able to, you know, do anything with it. Um, we used Mike McCoy as our model all last year pretty much for big reveals like that. Um, the you know, it was a year ago today that, you know, the white uniform was revealed. So um was pretty proud of how the whole process went. We posted a photo, like a pretty ambiguous photo of like a helmet that you couldn't see. I like enhanced it and like brightened it so much and then painted in the helmet so that just in case anybody downloaded it and like up the brightness, they couldn't tell. Um, so we put that out, um, and then we were revealing it to the team at the exact same time we were posting on social. So um, we also wanted to make sure that we showed Mike in person to the guys to get the reaction of what the white uniforms look like in person. So, you know, I snuck Mike up to, you know, outside of the team theater, and we were, like, hiding in a utility closet um, while they all walked into the theater. Uh, and seeing their reactions was just awesome. Um, another one that's always going to be a highlight is the, when we wore the all whites, um, the helmets, the jersey, the pants. We were in Memphis, and I knew we wanted to do the uniform reveal on Beale Street. So how do you keep a secret on Beale Street was my problem there. So um, we had Mike wear the uniform and, like, throw sweats on over it. So and I was carrying the helmet. We get down to Beale um, and start taking photos. I'm like, Mike, let's not talk to anybody. He's so outgoing and so fun. So he's like trying to talk to everyone. I'm like, let's just, we got to get this done. Let's go, let's go. Um, and then this street performer comes up to him because he's wearing a jersey and a helmet and says like, hey, I could, can I do a, a backflip over you? And Mike's like, yeah, like, why not? And I was just like, no, 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 let's, can we just do this? So Mike goes into the middle of Beale Street and stands there while this guy does a backflip over him. And the whole, and crowds are starting to come and I'm like, that's not a good thing because one of these people are gonna be a K-State fan and they're gonna take a photo of the all white uniform and that's gonna be bad. Um, and so he does that. And then Mike looks at him and goes, you know, I can do that too. And he does a backflip in the middle of Beale Street and the crowds are gathering and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is for sure getting out before it's supposed to. Luckily, it didn't, but yeah, that, that one's always always going to be a fav favorite story of mine. I love it. So we, we've touched on some of the iconic photos outside of games. We've talked about dealing with Mike McCoy. And, you know, he's a Topeka cat. Both Grant and I grew up in Topeka. Mike was a Trojan. We went to Washington Roll. So we have so much love for Mike McCoy. So when you first told me that story, I lost it. I think I kept my composure a little bit more this time. Uh, but I, what I want to ask you about is not outside of games, but inside the games, you are so great at grabbing those 
pre-game, in-game, and post-game shots. I think you, you mentioned it. You, you got some of these pictures that we talk about on our podcast. They go all over social media. Were you always just a natural in grabbing all these elite shots that folks just love seeing, or was that a skill that you acquired? Um, yeah, I don't – I've never taken a class on photography, really. Um, you know, I think when I was – very 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 young my mom would give me like a little um film camera to run around with and i you know i i think i always tell people i think i was born with a camera in my hand um so i'll say it was pretty natural um also at this point though it's kind of like routine so you know going into my sixth year of you know shooting k-state football i kind of know like what's gonna happen and you know just being around the program you know who's going to do what at what time and, um, you know, what to look for. So, um, I'd say it's a, it's a little bit of, little bit of natural skill. It's also a lot, a lot of practice, a lot of routine. Um, but yeah, no, something that I love doing those, those post-game and pre-game photos are the stuff I live for. So. I love it. So, uh, again, got to pay the bills real quick. I want to give a shout out to manscaped.com, promo code armchair, 20% off and free shipping. I'm not going to subject you to making, uh, you know, make you listen to me talk about the lawnmower 3.0. I'm not going to do that to you. But as always, we like to talk about how great the boxer briefs are there. They have the single most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever put on, and they have the best body wash. Those are two things that I have bought using my own money and the promo code armchair for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, and, you know, that's on top of the free stuff they give you. I, I told you at the beginning of this, you need to get into the podcast game. I believe in you. You can get free sponsors. They'll send you stuff. But manscaped.com, if folks want to get over there for the best body wash and best boxer briefs, you will ever wear use promo code armchair for 20% off. So uh, something that we asked, you know, all the coaches when we had them on in the off season, we asked Gene Taylor this, we've asked journalists this. So I'm going to ask you this as well. What has the COVID-19 pandemic done to you and how much, if any effect has it had on you trying to do your job? Yeah, I was thinking about this question. I think that if you were to ask me like, three months ago, I would have told you that it's flipped it like completely upside down. And, you know, it's, it was hard to do stuff when, you know, the guys aren't around or, you, you know, you can't be around the program as much. Um, but now things are starting to get like kind of back to normal or starting to feel normal. Like wearing a mask around the office isn't, you know, that's just normal now. So um, there was a point there where like pretty much the only thing you could do is social media. So people were just, you know, what's going on on social media? And everybody was just at home staring at their phones all day, looking at social media. So we, we got to, honestly, we got to have fun with it and produce some of the, you know, best content, you know, fun content that we've had, um, you know, did some TikToks, um, had guys pull stuff out of their fridge, just got real creative with what we could do. Um, did some live Q and A's on Instagram live. Um, so I think it, there was, I think being able to do stuff outside of the box, um, not feeling like you have to be very formal, like in front of a camera, you, you can make content just, you know, with you and your phone. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would say it changed it a little bit, but not so much. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of getting back to normal a little bit. Good. And hopefully, you know, 
the entire world starts getting back to normal. I, I told you, you were, you're bragging about your big long streak about K-State football games. My home football game streak ended with that Arkansas State game. So I'm hoping 2021 is back to normal, 53,000 strong in Bill Snyder Family Stadium. So uh, the, the next question I want to ask you about, and this stems from a what I would probably consider a pretty iconic photo in its own right. You shared it with me. You and I had a conversation about this before. But it's a picture of you at the game with your big camera with this sticker that says support women in sports. That really spoke to me. What does that phrase mean to you and why is it so important for you? Well, um, you know, so the other day in the NFL game, um, we had two women on both sides of the ball and a ref that were, you know, both all women. Um, And if you just go back and look at some of those posts of, you know, the coverage of having three women, you know, on the field at that time, um, you kind of understand why you need to support women in sports. Um, you know, to me, it's just, you know, you know, women are allowed to enjoy sports, um, work in sports, play sports, and, you know, it not be for any other reason. They don't need to be quizzed about what type, you know, what quarterback was on what team and what year and, you know, how much is this penalty and blah, 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 blah. Like, they don't need that. So, um, yeah, it's mostly just, you know, supporting them, you know, and not tearing them down um, is pretty much all I'm asking for. Um, but, yeah, if you go back and look at those, those the coverage of, you know, those women – you'll see kind of why we need support still. So, um, yeah, I just, we have a lot of awesome women that work in the athletic department. Um, we are outnumbered, but you know, I, it's not something that affects the day-to-day life, but you know, on the other hand, um, I think in 2018, like 44% of NFL teams were man, NFL teams, social media was managed by women. So, I see both of it, both sides of it. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, supporting women in sports, you know, not quizzing them when they say they enjoy sports or they work in sports or they support sports. So, yeah. I love it. So another thing I, I want to ask you, if there is anyone who's out there listening, if there's, a, you know, someone in high school or even college that is listening to this and says, dang, no, I, re- I really want to work in college athletics. What would you tell someone? Who wants to get into that business? What well, um, what I usually tell them is, you know, get a lot of experience, um, do as much as you can, um, be willing to do anything. So you know, you get your foot in the door. You're a, a, a cord puller, like be the best cord puller there is. But at the same time, go and learn what how a camera works, or you know, so just getting your foot in the door and then doing as much as you can, um, and then you know, just making it kind of like a, a priority, I guess, if you, it's something you really want to do, um, do it all in, um, and, you know, just, just go for it. Awesome. So before we get into, I'm, I'm going to ask you for some of like your, some of the favorite things that you shot, some of your favorite, uh, you know, photos that folks might've seen before we do that one more time, I want to give a shout out to 
betonline.ag, like I said at the top of the show. You have college football, NFL. You have Major League Baseball playoffs. You have the NBA Finals. There has never been a better time to get over to betonline.ag, the official online wagering partner of the Armchair Media Network. So, you and I, and I had a lot of fun talking about these next two questions with you before, and I'm hoping you send some of these pictures out so we can put it on our social so everyone can admire your great work. So, but what are one or two things, non-games, so non-games that you have shot that you are most proud of and that you maybe enjoyed the most? Uh, so, honestly, obviously, the, the plane picture, as I said earlier, will probably always be my best photo I've ever taken. Um, you know, it's one of those where you have one shot to get it. Um, and so you just, you have to nail it. So, um, we'll always be proud of that one. Um, the second thing will probably be the men's basketball game day graphics that we did, um, during my internship, um, talking about like Barry Brown with a goat and Dean Wade with some puppies and Kamau Stokes with some kittens and Austin Trice with an iguana. Like, we just, I don't, they were, so the backstory to those is they were kind of inspired by SNL, Saturday Night Lives. Um, they're, they call them bumpers, um, what they, their slates that they show before they come, when they come back from commercials. So that's kind of what inspired it. And then we just, you know, went for it with that and no one really questioned us. And it kind of turned into like a fun thing in the office. Like, oh, what's the crazy thing that social is going to make basketball do this week? So probably my favorite ones out of those is like, like we took, we, we, we literally put Fruit Loops in the Big 12 championship trophy, like Fruit Loops and milk, like legit milk in there. And like, I don't, I don't know who let us do that or if we just did it and didn't tell anyone, but we put Fruit Loops and actual milk in there. And then afterwards, after we dumped it all out, like the trophy still smelled like milk. So I'm up in the office, like sitting on the floor, trying to clean it out with Windex, trying to make it not smell like milk. Um, who knows if it does anymore. I, I think it was the replica. I'm going to say that so I don't get in trouble. But yeah, so that one, I just, that, those were a lot of fun. And we got to you know talk about being outside of the box, like just the craziest things you could think of. Um, and it, you know, our fans love it. I mean, like we put Bruce in a Santa Claus costume. Who does that? So, uh, yeah, I love those. Those are probably my my other favorite. Yeah, I absolutely love those. I think the very first one that you guys did was Bruce with the Gucci Mane book. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and that happened, yeah. and I'm just thinking, oh, this is wacky. I love it. And then it, it just kept building and building. So, uh, you know, I, I fanned out over all those, and until you told me that earlier, I had no idea that you were part of that. So that, that just makes you at a whole nother legendary level on my book. So uh, we'll move on to in-game stuff. Again, that's probably where I first started uh, noticing your great skill because I, I wasn't aware that you were the one behind the uh, game day uh, bumper. So what are one or two moments that you captured inside of games that you're the most proud of or that you enjoyed the most? Oh, that one's, that one's kind of hard because I, as a photographer, you're always supposed to say like your, your next, your best photo is your next photo. So um, in game, like it's all about action. I also try to in action and reaction and I'll always like the reaction photos more. Um, 
I don't know. I, I would say to just make it easier, probably the two wins over Oklahoma have been just awesome to photograph. Um, there's one from our first win over Oklahoma where, you know, it's down to the last few seconds and we're walking onto the field to celebrate and Coach Clyde's grabbing his head um, at the end of it. And that one's always stuck with me just because, like, that's the same reaction we all had, whether he meant it that way. But, yeah, everyone was like, oh, my gosh. Um, and, you know, same thing happened this last game. Um, so I'll always say that um, any, like, locker room moment or anything just with emotion is always awesome. I'll also say that the Big 12 championship during my internship, like, was awesome. And anything, anytime you're, you know, doing confetti, just just awesome. So um, that – that's pretty much I'll, 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 I'll use Jay Moline who helps me out with all, all my, he's the one that checks all my captions. He's my rock. Um, he pretty much, he always says confetti ready. So yeah, we being confetti ready, any chance you can get. Um, so the big 12 championship was awesome. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll give a shout out to Jay. I, I'm a big fan of Jay. He and I will, Share the occasional DM every now and then. He, he's a funny guy. We'll have to get him on. And I'm going to say this right now. I, I can't wait because I, I can say this. I'm a fan. I don't know if you can officially say this, but I, I see confetti in the future for Coach Kleiman and the Wildcats. I'll tell you what, back-to-back wins over Oklahoma. There's, there's going to be confetti in the future for that man. So we're going to end with a handful of just silly questions. We're not going to do some of the traditional ones uh, that we ask that, that would probably put you in a – a little bit more awkward situation than we want to, but we're going to have a little fun to end this. So the first one, and this always gets a lot of flack. I have a friend who does a KU podcast who really doesn't like the fact that Willie Wildcat only has a head uh, and he's just human body. I like it. I like how he can dunk basketball, you know, tackle folks. I like him wearing a uniform, but where do you stand on that? Should Willie have a full body costume? Are you cool with him just having a cat head? Um, I think that I would have to see the full body costume first. Um, I don't know really what his body would look like in a full body. Like, um, cause you know, a wildcat, there's no real such thing as a wildcat. Like some people say it's a bobcat, it's a, you know, lynx, you know, whatever, but what is really a wildcat? So what would he look like? Um, you know, would he be gray? I, so I think, I think I would have to see the full body first before I signed on to that. Um, so I'll say I'm, I'm undecided there. Undecided. Here's one that I'm super passionate about. We had a whole episode about the history of Bosco the dog. I have a hashtag bring back Bosco movement on Twitter. So what is, what are your opinions? Should KSA athletics bring back Bosco the dog? I am a dog person through and through. I have a dog. I love dogs. Um, and, dog content on social media is just like golden like you could throw up a photo or a video of a dog and it'll go viral so i i am all for having the dog come back so that we can have content so that i can see it um yeah all right i'm just just so you know i'm clipping that and sending it to gene taylor i'm saying to the alumni association i'm going to use this as propaganda for my movement oh absolutely yeah all right, the, the next one is, if, if there is one, I'll, I'll give you an out if you don't want to, but is there a school in the conference that you dislike the most? For us, 
for this podcast, we dislike Iowa State the most. I think they're losers. But, again, you answer that however you would like to. I'll probably not say the school's name. I probably won't say that I don't dislike any Big 12 school. But I will say um, that there was a team in which we traveled to last year. So that narrows it down a little bit. Um, Their student section, I I was just sitting in the end zone, just taking photos. um, And they were pelting me, throwing peanuts at me like full peanuts at me. And I didn't enjoy that too much. So if I had to pick a school, I would say that one. Perfect. So everyone, uh, you know, here's the competition for it. Tweet in who you think that might be. I'm not going to tell you if you're right. I'm not going to tell you if you're wrong. But I want to hear your guesses who you think that might be. Uh, The next one, and again, this is super on brand for our show. I want to hear – of all the different football uniforms that they wore last year, what your favorite football uniform combo was? Hmm, I'll, uh, I'll probably have to say the all-whites. Just I have to. Um, it was probably my favorite uniform reveal with Mike McCoy doing a backflip in the middle of Beale Street. Um, and, you know, everybody was anticipating seeing the all-whites. So I'll probably have to say, I'll probably have to say the all-whites. So I'm not going to ask you to say if we're going to see white helmets or white pants this year, but I do want to get it on the record. Van Malone and Taylor Bratt were trying to tweet something out. That's not real, is it? I have – I don't know why they tweeted it. I have never seen it. Um, Yeah, I think they were just just trying to stir some stuff up. I like it. So then basketball – Basketball is very heated. There's a lot of different opinions on the best basketball uniform. So what was your favorite basketball uniform last year? Um, uh, the Lavenders. You have to say the Lavenders. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what else you would say. I, I like it has to be those. So, I, I like the white with the script Wildcats with the lavender detailing. I, I like those a lot as well. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, I'm a big Lavender fan there. Okay, so are you – did you like the all-Lavender better than the two-tone? Um, no, I do like the two-tone just because it, it, there's some depth there. So, no, I, I would say two-tone. Yeah, stupid NCAA. Just let them wear it whenever they want. Stupid waivers, yada, yada, yada. So, the last official question – we will ask you is, is there a good story that you want to give us that might make fun of one of your coworkers past, present, or future? Hmm. Um, I mean, I probably have a thousand stories about Taylor Bratt that I could share, but I, I won't. Um, I'll just make fun of myself here. Um, so going back to when we flew up to go get Coach Pye, um, we got there. It was the most – most snow I've ever seen in my whole entire life when we landed. Um, like, I, I don't even, it was, it was ridiculous. I stepped out of the plane and, you know, we're very good. Like during in game, I'll take a photo, I'll send it off right away so it can be put out on social. So I have a little, um, a little adapter that plugs into my phone where I could put my card reader in there and, you know, get my photos off and send them off right away. Well, I had a card reader with me um, because the plan was to get there 
take a group photo of, you know, the travel party before we left Fargo um, and got on the plane to go to Manhattan. Um, so I, I got off the plane, again, the most snow I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I, I'm not sure what happened, but I think that I took my hand out of my pocket. And when I did that, my card reader fell out. And my card reader is white. So it fell, fell out into the snow. I get inside the, the little, the airport area and I reach in my pocket and my card reader is not there. And I'm like, oh no. So I walk back outside to try and find it. Well, there is just snow everywhere. Like it's just, it's just still coming down. So even the footsteps are gone. And then a snow plow comes by and takes everything away. So I lost my card reader pretty bad then. That was a pretty bad feeling. Um, not being able to get that photo or be able to send that photo off before we got into the plane to get to Manhattan. So um, that that was probably probably the most most embarrassing moment for me. Well, I love it. And you're a good sport, uh, making your making light of yourself instead of throwing Taylor under the bus. I think I think one of the next goals I have is to get you and Taylor on the show at the same time, so you guys can riff off each other and see, oh, no. see what comes out there. So that's all I had on my outline. As always, I want to give you a platform to tell the Boneheads, tell K-State fans, anyone listening, literally anything you want. So the floor is yours. Well, first off, just thank you for having me, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, you know, continue to wear your masks so we can keep playing sports, um, you know, support women in sports, um, you know, yeah, thank, but thank you for having me. Anytime. Like I said, we t it took us too long to get you on. We will get you on again. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing this. I want you to, uh, when you go into the office, tell Jay, tell Brian, I say hello, mess with Taylor, hide his shoes, do something, be a little mischievous or cause a little mischief for me. And uh, that's all we have. Boneheads, uh, you know, that, that's another week. Tomorrow, big game versus Texas Tech. So make sure you're turning in or tuning in. Make sure you're following K-State football on all social media so you can see Emily's great work. Follow them on TikTok if you're on TikTok, all the social media. And, uh, you know, just enjoy the rest of your week. Don't be dicks to each other. Love each other. And, uh, you know, we love you guys. So have a good rest of your week and uh, go Cats.
Sports Social Podcast Network.